I'm Harry. I'm Nash. And this week, we're going all the way from the 4th to the 10th of December. Fifth of December, 1984. The one and only Eddie Murphy, you know, from The Nutty Professor. You know him? <laughs> if I was Eddie Murphy, I don't think I'd want to be remembered for The Nutty Professor. Definitely not. Maybe Raw. Uh, or maybe the <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop, which, of course, premieres on this day in history, 5th of December, 1984. Now, I don't know if you've seen Beverly Hills Cop. Um, no, I actually haven't, but I do know the theme song. You Not do. because I've seen the movie, but because I'm a child of the 90s. Okay. And I used to watch TV, and on okay, TV good. I saw ads for this thing on Jamster, a ringtone, the Crazy Frog ringtone oh, yeah. remix, the... Yeah, so that, that was a remix of the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Boom. Which I didn't yeah. actually know for... A long time until I started researching this, which is very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting about this film is not only did it give Eddie Murphy his first film feature, but Mm. it was the highest grossing R-rated film for 20 years. 1984 all the way through to 2004. Mm, Wow. Making bank on debauchery. Love it. You are indeed. And you'll never guess what movie dethroned Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, As the highest grossing R-rated film? Yep. Um, in 2004. 2004. Uh, Has to do with the Bible, tell um, you that much. Team America. <laughs> Not quite. Um, <laughs> Passion of the Christ. Oh, uh, right. Which, is, yeah, which right. is now the number one, but very closely followed by one of the best movies of last year. Yeah. Deadpool. Oh, of course. Of course. Ryan Reynolds, coming for you. Yep. <laughs> that was weird. Good. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, coming for you. Um, I, think, I think Beverly Hills Cop is now number 12, but either way... Huge film, fantastic. Go watch it. Beverly Hills Cop is number eight. What's oh, your mouth? <laughs> I thought it was 12. What's number, number 12? 12? Saving Private Ryan. Oh, of course. How could I forget? December 7, 1941. Pearl Harbor is bombed and the United States their hand is forced, they move straight into the Second World War. They can't avoid the conflict any longer. It's been brought to their doorstep. It really has, because Pearl Harbor, of course, is in Hawaii, mm. which is technically still part of America. Yes. So yeah. they say. It's in the middle of the Pacific, but still Even though I'm American. pretty sure Donald Trump might have forgotten at one point, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So, of course, Pearl Harbor is bombed. America has to respond. So yeah. the president at the time, President Roosevelt, he takes it to the House of Representatives, and it passes, and then he takes it to the Congress, and it passes it unanimously. Hmm. House of Representatives, which of course was the first step in getting it passed, it passes with 388 votes for and one against. One, one against. person one is against the war. One unpatriotic American. Well, probably one of the most patriotic Americans because oh, okay. she uh, was none other than Jeanette Rankin. Who is Jeanette Rankin? I'm sure you're asking. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she was the first woman to hold a federal office, right? So you've got the first woman and she's the... F- only person in 389 people that does not want to go to war in the House of Representatives. And the reason? She's a pacifist. So oh, I Well, they'll do it. Don't blame her. Kind of a fair point. Staying on the 7th of December, 1982. This is the day of the first execution in USA by lethal injection. So beforehand, they used death by gassing, electrocution, or hanging, which of course was the OG original. Um, <laughs> but okay. this day in Texas of USA, 
Charles Brooks Jr. He is killed by lethal injection, and essentially, it's a it's a concoction, uh, a cocktail rather, mm. of three different drugs that essentially put you to sleep, relax your muscles, give you a heart attack, and kill you. Mm. What I think is really astounding is that there has been one person that has survived the lethal injection. So it was actually a non-lethal injection. It was a very yeah. It was just <laughs> cruel and inhumane punishment essentially. And this man's name is Rommel Broom. So they couldn't find a vein. They couldn't actually get into a vein before the vein collapsed. So they couldn't inject it properly. They tried. Yeah. Nothing happened. He didn't die. Okay. So they gave him a week's reprieve just to like calm down, collect his thoughts and hopefully find a vein. In this time, in this time, though, How brutal. his lawyer says, no, 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 not happening. That's cruel and inhumane punishment. We're taking you to court. So wait, the, the punishment being the weak reprieve that he has to get his thoughts together, that's cruel and inhumane? No, or the, the fact, fact that, that they, they didn't kill him. The, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, he's still alive to this date because the court case is still happening and you can't kill the only evidence you have, which, of course, is Rommel Broom. Oh, what a stitch up. Yeah. December 8, 1980, John Lennon of the Beatles. I guess that doesn't need to be said. No. I mean, if you need to know that... Get out from under the rock. Come back. Welcome. Hello to the 20th century. (laughs) So John Lennon on December 8, 1980, he is shot dead in New York by a guy called Mark David Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you know why this happened, but I will tell our dear listeners why this happens. Yes, why did this happen? It's partially because Mark Chapman believes that John Lennon broke up the Beatles... But mainly because Mark Chapman heard John Lennon say that the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. Now, Mark Chapman, of course, was a a devout Christian. So this did not bode well with him. Interesting. At all. all. So one, he was a a Beatles fan and he hated the fact that the Beatles broke up. Mm. But two, he hated that John Lennon said that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. And he thought, well... There was riots in his town all about how the Beatles are not bigger than Jesus. Like, how dare they defame Jesus? Yeah, right. Okay. What's interesting, though, is that Mark Chapman, for the day after, actually had tickets to David Bowie to go watch a David Bowie concert. And you're thinking, why is this important? Why do we care that this killer of one of the greatest musicians of all time had tickets to David Bowie? It's because Mark Chapman had a list of people he wanted to kill. One of them, of course, was John Lennon. The other one, David Bowie. It's a very short and list. at the David Bowie... I mean, there's a lot more. There's also Johnny Carson, Marlon Brando, a whole bunch of other people... Johnny Carson? ...that he wanted to kill. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that was Chapman's point. He was going to kill Lennon, and then the next day, kill Bowie. Uh, but, of course, he got arrested, and in 2000, he applied for a parole, and surprise, surprise, they were like, hell no, we're not letting John mm. Lennon's killer go out on parole. December 9th, 1882. This is one of the first sightings that's been recorded of the Australian's version of Bigfoot. The Yowie. Yeah, right. You know the Yowie? I know the delicious treat that I wasn't allowed to have because chocolate is bad for kids. Um, it is bad for kids. Don't, yeah. don't do drugs. Um, <laughs> but a Yowie is a mythical creature that is essentially like Bigfoot. It's a tall, ape-like creature that mm. uh, hides in the forest and, I guess, kills people, I assume. Okay, okay. So, on this date in history, in 1882, H.J. McCooey, in the Australian Town and Country Journal, right, he writes that he has spotted the Yowie, this mystical beast, right, between Ulladulla and Batemans Bay. And this is big, because (laughs) similar to, you know, the Yeti spottings or Bigfoot spottings, you don't often see a Yowie. Very unheard of to see a Yeah, it's funny that. It's almost as though they don't exist. Well... That's the thing. 
it's disputed whether or not it exists. Same way that Bigfoot is disputed and the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. The Yowie is Australia's version of mystical creatures. And I think we just wanted to fit in. We wanted to be part of the global trend of mystical creatures. So we have a Yowie. It sounds as though nothing really came of the Yowie, but no. at least you had the chocolate. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I, had, yeah. I had carob. Exactly. Um, well, lucky you. Um, unfortunately, that does take us to the end of another week in history. So join us back here next week as we take you to a time before you were born. 